want his name, something on the inside. Start working on the outside. Can't help but to give the Lord some praise. I am so happy to be here with my friend, my brother, Pastor Johnny. Congratulations, brother, on obtaining your masters on yesterday. I'm so glad that First Lady Renee had that blue and white on because of the region and not because of the Cowboys, no offense. I am a God's team. We mount up on wings around here like eagles. So praise God that the blue and white was for region. Amen. Uh, I am, again, honored to be here on today. Um, thank you for inviting me back. Give me an opportunity to clean up what I messed up last time. Amen. And um, we're going to get right into it on today. Pastor was having all these accolades about me being so cool. And he know he sell ice to Eskimos. <laughs> so smooth. Silkworms get their silk from him. But anyway... That's neither here nor there. We're going to talk today from Psalm 23, very familiar passage of scripture. Very, very, very familiar. I'm sure everyone has heard it. If you've been to Sunday school one time or been to church two or three times, at some point, you've heard Psalm 23. You probably didn't have to read it. You probably could just say it right along with me. So that's going to be our word for tomorrow. If you're accustomed to stand, please do so. If not, I will be commence reading Psalm 23, the six short but powerful verses. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leadeth me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Father God, we come to you right now asking that you will touch this moment. God, touch me. Remove me out of the way, Father, that your word will go forth with clarity and power. God, that someone will be made better and edified on today. God, not because of me, but because of your word. God, your word has the power to save and Word promised that it would not return unto you void. So I'm asking right now, Father, that you will move Ricky out of the way. Stand up in me. Speak through me. This is our prayer. In the, in the precious name of Jesus Christ, our risen King. Amen. 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 Pastor, I already acknowledged, but I would like to acknowledge once again, fiance, Sister Whitney is here with me on today. And, uh... Brother Beloved, well, it was a good seeing him come when I was coming in. He was coming in. It's good seeing your brother always. Love you, man. And, uh, but yeah, we'll get right into this word. The Lord is my shepherd. We're going to focus on those first three words. 
That's going to be our topic for today. The Lord is. The Lord is. Psalm 22 gives us a picture of the Lord Jesus Christ as the shepherd who laid down his life for the sheep, making it possible for his sheep to be saved. Psalm 24 portrays the Lord as the chief shepherd who at the end of age will come back for his sheep in power and in glory. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lift up ye everlasting doors, and the king of glory shall come in. Who is this king of glory? The Lord strong, mighty. The Lord mighty in the battle. But somewhere between the time we are heaven sent and we are heaven bound, the great shepherd of Psalm 23 is there with both goodness and mercy to help make our journey during this life just a little bit more sweet. David introduces us in the beginning of this psalm to the one who takes care of our frailties, who handles our foes, and who secures our future. I'm not going to be before you long this afternoon at all, but... I just want to take a moment to make an attempt to those of us who are here or who those who are part of our virtual, virtual experience uh, to catch a glimpse as to why Psalm 23 has come to mean so much for so many down through the years. You see, the 23rd Psalm really isn't about rest. It really isn't about heaven or even death for that matter. These six verses, which we could argue was the most popular and most recited in all of the Bible, possibly outside of the Lord's Prayer, really all point back to the first two words in verse one. The Lord. Before he can be a shepherd. Before you can lie down in green pastures. Before you can be led by still waters. Before your soul can be restored. Before you can be led in righteous paths. Before death can become relatable to you as only a shadow. Before you cannot have the spirit of fear. Before you can be comforted. Before tables can be set in front of you, in front of your enemies. Before your head can be anointed with oil. Before you can declare that goodness and mercy will follow you. And show up before you think you're going to dwell in the house of the Lord forever. You got to go back to the beginning and get a proper perspective of who the Lord is. How is Lord defined? Lord is defined as someone or something having power, authority, or influence over you. A master or a ruler. And that cuts some of us out of the equation because we have yet to submit under his lordship and under his authority. We are the masters of our own fate. We wake up ourselves in the morning. We know what we want to do and we're going to do it because we study harder. We chose to go to the right schools or we moved our families out in the suburbs so our children could be afforded a superior education. We put a whole lot of focus on me, I, and we. But the Lord is your shepherd. Then there are some who operate in the second definition of Lord, which is not, uh, which is the Lord, you're too busy rather, lording over other people and having allowed the Lord to lord over you. You don't leave space for the Lord to operate and to lead you in life because you're so busy lording over your children, 
lording over your spouse, friends, co-workers, and everything and everybody in between. You have the control, but you're not willing to let the one who created you lead you. He is the Lord. The Lord is not some puppet whose strings we can pull to make dance to the beat of our own drum. He's no dog we can talk to and make believe putting words into his mouth, making him say whatever it is that we would like for him to say. He's no genie in a bottle that we can make a wish and all your problems are solved just like that. Some may be thinking, well, what's wrong with that? But I'm glad you asked the question. The problem with that is you can pull the strings of a puppet and make them do what it is you want them to do. You can pull the genie out of a bottle to grant your wish, but the problem is once you're tired of pulling the strings, once you're tired of the genie, you can throw him back in the box, put him back in the attic until you feel like you need him again. The problem is you can, you can do what you want to do when you feel like you want to do it, but no, he is the Lord. You're not greater than he is. He's the Lord. He is the great I am. When Moses, when he sent Moses to set the people free, Moses asked, well, they're going to ask, Lord, who is it that sent me? The Lord responded, tell them, I am sent you. See, you and I have to have qualifying statements. I am Ricky Rouse Jr., I am a preacher of the gospel. I am Ricky Sr. and Delphine's son. I am Ashley and Christopher's brother. I am Ashton, Christopher, and Amaya's uncle. See, we have to qualify who it is that we are. But we must come to understand the Lord just am. He's all over the world just amming. Whatever you need, he doesn't have to become that because he am. Nobody created him. Nobody gave birth to him. He is from everlasting to everlasting. He just am. Right now in Texas, he says, I am once again the mender of brokenhearted facing tragedy. Right now in Ukraine, in places of war and unrest, he says, I am peace in the midst of confusion. Right now in this church, there are some people who are sick or who may be sick, have been sick, but he's reminded us that I am the Lord God who healeth me. He reminds us in this very moment that someone may be, may be missing miss the presence of someone. But he reminds us that blessed are they who die in the Lord. He reminds us that to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. He reminds us that even though it may feel like sometimes I'm not around, I am promised never to leave you nor to forsake you. Those who feel like you can't handle what's going on, life is a bit too much, I am says, my strength is made perfect in your weakness. So you don't have to worry about what you don't have. You don't have to worry about what you're lacking because whatever it is, I am. But you know the Lord is shepherd of your life. He's able, you're able to rely on him as your shepherd. It becomes personal. There's a story of a man who sang a choral piece, uh, hymn, the hymn, The Lord is My Shepherd, at a concert hall in New York City. He sang it well. When he was done, he received thunderous applause for his rendition. It was the opening of the show. However, the show closed also with that same selection 
being sung by a different performer. When he finished, when the second performer finished, not only did he receive thunderous applause, but a standing ovation, and some were moved to tears. Young man was standing next to the gentleman who sung first and said, hey, you sing that song just as good, if not even a little bit better than the gentleman who sang it last. But these people out here are giving him a standing ovation and some are even crying in the audience. How does that make you feel? The man replied, fighting back tears himself. You see, I sang about the shepherd, but he knew the shepherd in which he sang about. Due to this fact, somebody in here can indeed say, because I know who the shepherd is, I can say rather matter-of-factly that if it had not been for the Lord who's on my side, I don't know where I would be on this morning. So as I hasten to our text, the 23rd song that so many have come to love and quote down through the years, like I said, isn't necessarily about heaven, death, or rest. There are 116 words in these six verses. But 114 of them point back to the first two. The Lord. One thing about him is, point number one, he doesn't change. Psalm 92 declared that before the mountains were brought forth, or even the world were formed from everlasting to everlasting, thou art God. He didn't just become God last night. He's the beginning. And he's the end. I'm trying to tell you that nobody created him. Nobody gave birth to him. He's God. He's been doing this God thing a mighty long time. He don't need your help. He don't need mine. For a thousand years in our sight, it's but a day to him. Why? Because he is the Lord. Seasons change. Times change. People change. Some of our waistlines have changed. Some of our hairlines have changed. But God remains the same. As a matter of fact, the word declares that he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's transcendent, meaning he's far away from us. In the sense that everything that he made, he's outside of it. However, he's close enough to us that he feels our infirmities. He's outside of the universe that he created, that some folks are praying to, but I ain't got time to stay there. He's outside of the sayings that some people are burning, trying to have peace in their homes. But again, that's another sermon for another day. Everything that was made, he made it. He is outside of the galaxy that he made. Yet Lord enough and God enough to declare in Hebrews that we don't have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses and who has been tempted in every way that we are. Yet he did not say Why? Because all I'm trying to get us to realize today is he is the Lord. Secondly, he leads us. God is so much God that he is so much Lord in our lives that he even chose to manifest himself as one God functioning in three distinct personalities. To keep it short and simple, God the Father is our creator. God the Son is our savior. God the Holy Spirit is our keeper and our leader. That's why at times when we wake up in our minds what we're going to do and how we're going to do it that doesn't line up with the word of God or his will for our lives, he'll make us like that. 
in those green pastures. You on your way to midnight creep, uh, your car won't stop. You on your way with the mindset that you're going to go set somebody straight. There's an accident on the road that frustrates you so bad, by the time you get through traffic, you just go back home. That's the Lord making you lie down instead of getting into something you ain't got no business. Leading you beside still waters. You don't have to fight. I know they did what they did. They said what they said, but the Lord is going to fight on your behalf. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. Give it to the Lord and let him lead the way. He never intended for you to have to fight because the battle is not yours. It belongs to the Lord. His name is on the line and he's going to fight for you. So go sit down before he makes you lie down. Let him lead the way. Sometimes you'll find yourself in valleys. Unemployment can be a valley. Sickness can be a valley. Divorce can be a valley. Financial hardships, they, they are valleys. Wayward children. And sometimes it seems like these valleys come one after the other, after the other. As soon as you stand back up, here comes something else to knock you back down. The valley continues to get deeper and deeper, and you can't seem to find your way out. But you gotta remember who is leading you. He promised that he wasn't gonna leave you, and he wasn't gonna forsake you. He's always there, even when those valid moments come and you feel so low. You don't know which way is up. Grab hold to his hand and continue to let him lead you. Loved ones may pass away, but he promised to turn that valley into a shadow of death. It won't, it won't take you out. It's just a shadow. But it's the Lord that does it. Remember that to be absent again from the body is to be present with the Lord. He's near to the broken heart. When it seems rough and you don't know how you're going to make it, hold on to God's unchanging hand. It won't always feel good, but the words to the song by Andre Crouch becomes real in our lives. If I never had a problem, I wouldn't know that God could solve it. I wouldn't know what faith in God could do. Follow his lead. And thirdly, he'll bless you. He will prepare tables before you in the presence of your enemy. So you find people working behind the scenes on you and your ministry. Someone on a job is undermining you. Your co-workers or your management team is trying to set you up. Don't trip. Just pull up a seat for them. Because that's where what they meant for evil. God will turn it around and prepare a table before you and watch them have to watch you eat. He prepares tables in the presence of our enemies. Let them talk about you. Let them scandalize your name. Let them set traps or do whatever it is that they want to do. Just make a little room. Because the Lord's about to give you a seat right up my thing. And they can't do nothing about it to stop it. Because what God has for you, it is for you. Continue to pray and be led by the Spirit. We're all human and sometimes folks know how to push all of your buttons. They know just which one to pick. And then when they get done picking, they'll stop on it a little while. Get you out of character. 
But you continue to be led by the Lord and he continue to prove himself strong on your behalf. The Lord loves us. He knows our every fault. Yet he loves us. He knows our thoughts before we thank him. And un as unpure and unholy as they can be at times, he still loves us. He could have left us to be found out. But he loves us so much he continues to let goodness and mercy abound in our lives. That's where our senior saints get it from. They, they know that through many dangers, toils and snares, they have already come. Something about life and living, you'll, you'll remember You'll face something and it'll be hard on you. But then you'll remember, well, five years ago, I remember such and such going through that. Or ten years ago, I remember the Lord brought me out of that before. So if he did it before, he can do it again. If he did it for my neighbor, he's in my neighborhood. I know he's able to do anything but fail because he is the Lord. He loves us through every fault. And every failure. We've got so much to be thankful for. And I come on purpose today with the intention this afternoon to tell the Lord thank you for every mountain you brought me over. Thank you, Lord, for every trial you see me through. Thank you, Lord, for every blessing. My soul says hallelujah. And for this, Lord, I give you praise. Lift it up. I come in today with my mouth 
when you thought we ain't giving up. Working a full-time job. Pastoring people. Doing your master's degree. I know it got hard sometimes. But the Lord was right there with you. And as I prepare to take my seat, I wonder if there's anybody in here who knows just who he is. Right. 
We got some little gods around here. We got some little lords around here. But God, you are Lord of Lord. You are King of Kings. And Lord, we say thank you all today. The Lord is. Put your hands together. Give the Lord some praise. Thank you, Lord. For being whatever it is, we need you to be. So there's someone here on today that you don't know who this Lord is I just finished talking about. You heard about him. You read this song, heard this song many a times. But like the man who sang the song the first time, you were singing about what you heard. But today you can become the second man and sing about what you know. Knowing the Lord makes all the difference. It's not going to make your life so easy. You're not going to tiptoe tip through tulips and run through roses every day. It's not the pipe dream that some people try to make it out to be. You're still going to be low sometimes. You're still going to be sick sometimes. Stuff is going to happen to you just like it happens to everybody else. But the difference is you have a peace that surpasses all understanding. You'll have strength that you didn't even know was possible. Because the Holy Spirit will give you what you need when you need it. Some witnesses in here that say, I didn't know how strong I was until life afflicted me in such a way. Well, I had no choice but to depend on Jesus. Grew up hearing my grandmama talk about what he could do. Grew up hearing choir sing songs about him. But as I got out here, life started lifing on me. I found out that he is just who he said he is. So I ain't got to pick on mama no more and daddy and grandma and thank God for him. But the Lord has shown me just who he is in my life. Thank you, Father, for showing up every time. You ain't showing up really because you're already there. But making yourself known to us when we feel like you're not. Yeah, God, thank you for doing it, Father. God, that sometimes when life hits us in such a way, we can't trace your hand, God. But remind us we can always trust your heart. You love us. You love us so much you died for us. And you wouldn't go through all of that just to leave us now. Remind us, Father, that when we are filling our lowest, we can't even see up from down that you're right there with us. Father, we thank you. We bless your name for being Lord in our lives. Again, if there is one, you heard the word on today and you want to find out for yourself just who this Lord is. Who got that man up there sweating like that? Because the Lord is good. And his mercy endures forever. Come unto Jesus. While you have time. Letter. 
You can come based on your Christian experience and the service on today. You can come if you want to be water baptized. The opposite word is come. Relationship with the Lord be secure. Mm -hmm. 
so that when these things happen, even if it's not death, but calamity faces, we won't react as those who have no hope in the world. We'll be able to stand firm like Job and say, the Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. If he gave it to me before, he can do it again. Though he slay me, I'm yet going to trust him. But that takes relationship. That takes faith in God to have that kind of confidence. And last, another one uh, which just came to my mind on Friday. A friend of mine lost her husband. She just he just celebrated the anniversary a few weeks ago. His his birthday was the end of April. Her birthday was this past Tuesday. Celebrating, having a good time. I don't know what happened yet, but I just happened to see on Facebook she posted her husband was gone. I'm like, what? Y'all was just together two days ago celebrating birthday. So I talked to her for a moment. I said, you know, I'll get with you later in the week. I just wanted to hear your voice and let you know that I love you and I'm praying for you. But these are not old people. You don't have to be old to die. You don't have to be sick to die. Nothing has to be wrong with you. We don't get to choose the way, the vehicle in which God's going to take us home to him. Our job is just to be ready when he calls our name. I want to live a long and fruitful life. But if God calls me home tonight, I'm good. I'll be sad for my family and friends because I know how that is. But you ain't got to worry about Ricky. Because I'm living this life to live again. Amen. Ain't going all this stuff around and sweating and hollering for nothing. Lord, I hope you see something. I know I don't get it all right. But Lord, please help me dot these eyes across these teeth somewhere along the way. Because I'm trying, Lord, to live a life pleasing unto you. So yeah, that's the appeal. If everyone is satisfied with where you are in the Lord on today, then we will accept that on as it is. However, somebody would like prayer on today. If you would like prayer, the altar is open for prayer at this time. And whatever it is you may be dealing with, the Lord is. He's able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all we can ask or think. Whatever you need, God's got it. Whatever problem you're facing, God is able, more than able, to do whatever it is you need to have done. Come to Jesus. He will take good care of you. Just informed there was an accident over at the Indian River Community Center. And there are serious injuries that have been incurred over there. So as we go through this moment of prayer, we're going to remember all those affected by that as well. I told you all, time is filled with swift transition. Make sure your hand is in the Lord's hand.
Amen. Father, we come to you on this afternoon saying thank you. Thank you, Father, for just being God. For being who you are, creator of all things. For being our high priest, for for looking out for us, God, when we don't have sense enough to look out for ourselves, God. For making ways for us, God, when the way can't be made on our own, God. For, for just being God and doing those things only a God can do for us. We thank you, Father, for who you are in our lives. We ask right now, Father, that you will look upon this congregation and those who have come to this altar. God, they all have a special need. But God, just so much God, you can hear each one of our prayers and answer them individually and all together at once. So Father, we come lifting our burdens to you. We come lifting our concerns to you. God, whatever it is that's on the minds and hearts of your people, God, we know that you're able to save. If somebody is at this altar, God, because they want a loved one saved, God, please touch them even right now, God. Wherever they might be, God, put your hand of, of mercy around them, Father, and save them, God. Draw them unto you, God. Don't let them be comfortable. Let them be restless at night. And when they come and when they go, they don't even know why they can't rest, God, until they come to you. God, we ask them right now that you'll save on today. Somebody at the altar, God, may be dealing with sickness of some sort or have somebody in their life dealing with sickness, God. We know that there is enough healing in the hem of your garment to heal all manner of disease. Father, we ask it right now that you'll touch, that you'll move, that you'll have your way. Do what only you can do. Heal as only you can. In the name of Jesus, Father. Touch God. Those who may have to go to a doctor, God, give the doctor's wisdom, God. Let them diagnose, God. We know healing comes from you. If there's procedures that have to happen, God, you go and operate in Roman. You guide the hands of those who will be operating on different persons all over, God. We thank you, God, for being the doctor in our sick room. God, we thank you. God, for somebody confused, God, dealing with all kinds of trouble, Father. And now their mind, they are confused. They don't know what to do, where to go, God. We ask right now that you will touch them right now. Sell their hearts, God. Sell their minds, Father. Remind them if they put their mind on you, you will keep them in perfect peace. God, remind them, God, that you were wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities. Father, those who have problems in their mind, God, you had a crown of thorns on your head that was punctured, God, to deal with all of our head and trauma issues of the mind. God, you were pierced in your side to deal with all of our relationships with one another laterally together, God. God, you were nailed in your feet because you knew sometimes our feet would take us where you would not have us to go. God, we say thank you, God, for having us on your mind, for having nails in your hand, because sometimes we will put our hands to mischief. But God, you already had a plan for that. You already took care of it. And we say thank you. God, have your way around this altar. 
Yes, only you can. God, I don't know what they stand in need of. God, but you do. Even now, God, let them feel your presence on the altar of their hearts. Let them feel you right now, God. Let them know that you are with them even now. No matter how bad it seems, no matter how bad it looks, no matter what they're facing, God, you are yet right there every step of the way. Have your way, Father. Have your way. Have your way. That's our prayer, Father. Save, heal, deliver, set free in the name of Jesus. Have your way. We'll be so careful to give you glory, give you honor, and give you praise. God bless each person individually around this altar and in this room. Those watching virtually, those who were involved in an accident, God be peace this week. God, that when they feel life getting ready to kind of overtake them, God, let them take a deep breath and remind to them that you are perfect peace in the time of confusion and trouble. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus, we pray. We ask this petition. Amen. Amen, amen and amen. amen. Put your hands together. Give the Lord some praise all this morning. Thank you, Pastor, for the opportunity to come and share. And uh, the Lord is just getting started with you, brother. Pull it up on a lot. You can see the changes outside coming in.